Hey, my friend, welcome to the Growth Vault Podcast. Josh here. I'm going to be super, super fast. Now, before I sunset this podcast and reveal all of the epicness that I have waiting for you, because I'm not going anywhere. I'm doubling, tripling, and quadrupling down. It's Joshua 2.0 coming at you. Uh, what I'm going to do is give you a gift. This is a gift to the world. Are you ready? It's called Recession Marketing. Uh, if you've been living under a rock, maybe you didn't hear that I've been doing trainings for a month inside of a Facebook group. It's free. Just look for Recession Marketing. However, the content's going to be pulled out of that group here very shortly. Now, as a gift to the podcast listeners, I'm going to publish the audio of all these trainings back to back to back to back. It's going to give you hours of juiciness, all kinds of things that will make you literally make you money uh, for real. So I haven't done something like this before. I hope you love it. Just remember this. In the show notes for this episode and all the episodes I'm going to publish, there's a link where you can actually watch the videos of this. Some of the content won't make as much sense because it's a video training and I show examples sometimes and I have doodles and things like that. So if you're confused on one, just click the link in the description. You can watch the video version of it. And also, don't forget to go to Watch Josh Pitch. Dot com. It'll make sense when you listen to some of these trainings where I'm going to break down how I put together a sales pitch for a program that's going to make a million dollars virtually instantly. So it'll all make sense as you after you go through all this content. Uh, listen to it while you can. You're not going to regret it. It's a big deal. Love you. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back to Recession Marketing. I'm joined by my high school sweetheart, Ashley. Hello, Ashley. And Hello. we're going to talk about social persuasion hacks and kind of social media, not just social media, though. I don't want you to get you hung up on that, right? You don't want to become Kim Kardashian. I'm not going to transform you into a TikTok star per se, but we are going to talk about principles that are so big. Have you ever noticed that some of the most successful people have an abnormal vibe about them. They have an abnormal level of like charisma and magnetism. These are learnable skills. There's little tips, tricks, hacks. We're gonna talk about it in this video and other videos that's gonna like just, just blow your mind that you can train your staff to use, that you can use with Facebook, social media, or any video you make or anything, all kinds of stuff. Ready for me to uh, disappear you? Here we go. I'm three, ready. Three, two, one, here we go. Okay, social persuasion hacks. So first thing I want to talk about is this guy named Liver King. If you haven't saw Liver King uh, online, uh, it's a weird little freak show of a cool thing. What's funny, though, is that I started following Liver King on TikTok when he had less than 1,000 followers. He had two videos posted. Soon as I saw it, I knew instantly this is game over. This will be a multi-million dollar account, um, millions of followers. And of course it is, and he's like taking over the internet. But it's not like surprising why his content works. Number one, he's so unique. He's, he's ripped. He's jacked like a Viking freak, right? He's got this big beard. But he's very polarizing and he takes a stand for weird stuff, right? So his whole shtick is that he eats like raw, raw bull testicles and bone marrow and raw liver and raw organs of animals, which I, I don't, that doesn't sound like a good thing to me. Maybe it is. But it doesn't matter. What he does understand, though, is marketing. He understands how to captivate people. Now, the purpose of this video isn't for me to tell you to rip your shirt off and run around and act like Liver King <laughs> so more people buy pressure cleaning or whatever business you have. That's not the point at all. But the point is to observe and understand the principle that attention is the most valuable commodity on earth. That's why companies like Google and Facebook are worth so much money. The data, the eyeballs, the attention, right? It's very hard to get attention. And you can do little things to improve the reach that you have when you are making videos. Uh, so anyway, so think about <laughs> Liver King. The other uh, issue I see with small businesses that I think will help you is uh, you don't make enough 
offers. Nobody knows what you do. Now, this isn't true for everybody watching this, but a disproportionate amount of people don't talk about what they do enough. They're not passionate enough about it. We'll talk about that next. But have you ever seen the movie Office Space? It's this weird, like, cult classic movie about this guy who hates his job, right? And then they hire these consultants, the two bobs. The two bobs come in, and they're trying to figure out who they can fire, right? Who can we fire to save money? And they're interviewing this guy, and the guy is, like, worthless. He, he, he does nothing at this company. They're trying to understand like what he does and they're, and they're asking him, they're like, so, so you, you actually like take the, the report and hand it to the customer. And he's like, well, no, my, my assistant does that. And they're like, well, what, what, what would you say you do here? And that's like the funny insider joke of that line. It's like, what would you say you do here? I, 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 I want to ask you that. What do you do? Do the people that know you know what you do? Do the people on your Facebook know what you do? Do your friends and family actually know the services you offer, the price points, how epic it is, how amazing it is? Are you nerdy enough? Uh, and are you making enough offers, right? So nerdy magnetism is contagious. Nerdy enthusiasm is contagious. Check this out. Gordon Irwin. This is me just tricking you to capture your attention. Gordon Irwin is actually two people. It's Gordon Ramsay and Steve Irwin. Gor who's your favorite, Ash, out of the two of those? Gordon Ramsay. Oh, Steve Irwin. May he rest in peace. Mm -hmm. I, I felt like I could go, you know, be an animal enthusiast just because of him. <laughs> right. And we, we weren't trying to be zookeepers when we were growing no, up. No, I wasn't going to be the crocodile hunter, but I know who the crocodile hunter is. And yeah. good day, mate. <laughs> He had nerdy, magnetic enthusiasm for the thing he was passionate about, the thing he was put on this earth to serve people with. And even if you weren't an animal person, like formally, you kind of like became one just because you're so drawn to him. And there's a lesson in that. When, whenever anybody acts like that, whether it's Gordon Ramsay yelling at ridiculous food and spitting it out and cussing people out on TV, that enthusiasm is magnetic and contagious. And I would say I would love to eat at a Gordon Ramsay place. So even though he is not my favorite character, I would say his enthusiasm, like I know that he's going to give me the best food on the planet and it's it's not going to be garbage. Yeah, another example is Russell Brunson, right? He's popularized funnels, sales funnels, right? It's a pretty boring topic. I mean, it's not to me because I'm a nerd too, but if he wasn't as enthusiastic as he was to build this, push this movement up the hill, uh, it wouldn't be a thing, right? You know, if you're going to launch a company, so ClickFunnels really essentially is like a website builder, right? That's like a Ooh. dirty word to them. Ooh. It's software that builds a website. Well, how do you make it sexy? How do you make it stand out? It's because you attach a mission to it and enthusiasm to it and you make the boring sexy. So if you're a pressure cleaner or a window cleaner or whatever, how do you actually articulate what you do? Uh, and what does it sound like? How much Steve Irwin can you inject into it? How passionate are you about the nerdiness of it and the epicness of it? You know, everything is everything fascinating and captivating to you about the thing that you do. Yeah. Um, a lot of small business owners are kind of like playing in the middle of the road with this. And when they're pitching their service or they're talking to a customer, well, you know, we do house wash and we do this and this. When all you got to do to make more money is amplify by 50% your enthusiasm alone will automatically make you more money. That one thing, let, let me do like a role play off the cuff here, right? So yes, Mrs. Jones, we have three packages for the house wash. We got uh, the basic, the premium, and the luxury package. And you know, you know, it doesn't really matter which one you pick. Um, you know, we'd be happy to serve you, you know, so what do you think? You wanna hire us, right? <laughs> super bad, super lame. Uh, but what if someone said, Mrs. Jones, uh, can I level with you? Can I take my salesman head off just for a second? Okay, 
First of all, I'm freaking out excited to clean your house for two reasons. Number one, I'm a giant dork and I love to see the transformation with all the mold and mildew before and after. And the east side of your house over here, it's ridiculous. And I'm really hoping, I'm crossing my fingers, you'll let me take a before and after picture because it's going to be insane. So anyway, I, I want you- I to, already want it. <laughs> I, I want to empower you, Mrs. Jones. So there's three different kind of ways we can do it. I, I know what I would recommend uh, based on everything you told me, the budget constraints. I, I know which one you need. I'm going to let you pick. I'm going to support your decision. But what we need to do is the luxury package, not only because it saves you a bunch of money and it's more efficient for us, but because we're going to be able to annihilate and assassinate every single living organic matter that's infesting your house right now. So blah, blah, blah. We can be here Tuesday in the morning or if you're an afternoon person, we can do Thursday. Which one makes more sense for you? Earliest as possible. That's what I would say. <laughs> do it now, right? Enthusiasm is awesome. The best definition I heard was from Alex Ramosi. He said that sales itself, sales is a transference of enthusiasm. I'm going to disappear you one more time. It's an enthusiasm transplant. So back, back to social media, how often are you doing an enthusiasm transplant on all the people following your stuff? How often are you becoming friends with other influential people in your area? You know, if you're following the Dream 100 protocol, you need to be Facebook friends with everybody. You need to be following each other's accounts on Instagram or wherever you're doing it, LinkedIn, it doesn't matter. But then you need to show up on that platform with the most nerdy enthusiasm that's almost funny. People are like, wow, this guy is crazy. He's like into it. Because when they do make a buying decision, no one will even hold a candle to you. Uh, and then Facebook over here, um, just a quick tip that everyone should do tonight is make sure you optimize your Facebook profile, Facebook being a placeholder for Instagram or LinkedIn or any of them. Make it a funnel, a Facebook, a social media funnel, right? You need to clean up and curate what's on your timeline a little bit more. I don't let everything go on my timeline. I keep track of it. I, I curate it, right? I, I let people see what I want them to see. And I keep off the things I don't want them to see. Now, there might be a rant that you go on or you use it just for your friends and family. That's fine. But if we start moving it towards a business account, right? Moving it towards you're friending the realtors, you're friending the HOA people, all the, <laughs> the Karens and the good ones, the bad ones, everybody, and your customers. You're starting to friend your customers. You need to literally friend your customers. When you start going live or you start posting all your nerdy processes, it's going to start to snowball over time. This costs no money. It costs no money to do. It takes a little bit of courage to get started. But here's the good news. When you start this process, no one's going to watch you anyway. Nobody cares, right? So you're allowed to be bad at it because no one's going to watch it anyway. That's the benefit of being bad at it. And as you get better and better, you'll get big results. And then we have uh, one of my favorite hacks that specifically addresses Facebook Live. Here's what I do. And you might not know this about me. I don't know, but I'm an introvert. Let me... Can you tell them I actually am an introvert? What do you, what do you say? He is 100% introvert and I'm extroverted. So it's... Welcome yes. to our household. So when I wanted to promote my software company, uh, my podcast, when I wanted to build Automate, Grow, Sell, and the coaching company that I'd started years ago, uh, I had to I had to show up in the world. I had to have enthusiasm, be the systems guy or whatever. Uh, and I was horrified. And someone gave me this framework I'm going to give to you as a gift. That made it really easy for me. Here's what it is. Super simple. There's three steps to this. I'm going to write them up here in the margins for you. Step number one is when you make any video, you have to convince yourself and fully persuade yourself. Here's rule number one. You're talking to one single person. There's no such thing as the internet and 400,000 people. You're talking to one person. That's the first hack. The second one is this is someone that you deeply care about. And the third one might be the most important. 
but they desperately, desperately need to hear what you're about to say. So pretend that what I said was literally true, okay? Pretend that you were gonna grab your phone after you watch this video and go live and you were making a video for one person who you, de you love this person so much it hurts your soul, okay? It's have you feel it in your guts and they absolutely must hear what you're about to say because they're gonna take action on it. It's gonna change their life forever. For me, that frame completely flips everything upside down. There's this great movie from the 80s called Over the Top and it's Sylvester Stallone stars in it. And he's a truck driver and he's like a, a dad, he's divorced and he, he, he loves his kid and he's trying to do this arm wrestling competitions to win this new semi truck. I don't know how that works if you win semi trucks for doing arm wrestling competitions, but you do in the movie Over the Top and he's going all over the place and, and he basically was two people trapped in one body. He was the super quiet, meek dad guy and he was the over the top arm wrestle kick your butt guy. I have never seen this movie, so I feel it's like awesome. I need to now. Yeah, what happens is when he would sit down to arm wrestle, he'd turn his hat backwards like this. And when he did that, okay, it was like, it was a physical, you can call it a totem. There's different, there's, there's actors use these methodologies, right? It's very powerful. It might sound weird and cheesy. I actually do this stuff. Before I go on stage, before I do a podcast, before I record a video like this, I quote unquote, turn my button on. And I am now speaking to one person who I deeply care about who is mm -hmm. desperately needs to hear what I have to say. Mm -hmm. And it makes me say it different in a way that's more powerful. It takes pressure off of me because I'm here to serve you. But think about the over-the-top movie next time you do that and use that hack. And then uh, we got more good stuff. So much this good is, stuff You might have section. to pause and go back on this one because it's, it's dense. This, this video is dense. We're going we're gonna to talk about hooks. Hooks are my favorite, actually. Hooks, hooks, hooks. After we're not, I fully understood it. We're not talking about fishing. We're talking about how do you grab someone's attention for a split second so they'll listen to what you're going to say. So if you are the enthusiastic nerdy guy, what's the first thing out of your mouth? to get them to listen to the rest of the stuff, right? Well, this is a broad topic, but I'm gonna give a general overview on some of the, the, the ways that I use hooks uh, to get you thinking, because this could, this could help you with like your Facebook ads, it can help you with the headlines on your direct mail, it helps you with the subject line and the headlines of your emails, it has to do with the questions you an, uh, ask when you go live, or if you're doing a social media post, the way you get engagement, the way you split the room. I'm gonna get into some more sophisticated stuff and some, some more videos, we're kind of building up to the advanced stuff, like the make millions of dollars stuff, we're gonna kind of get there. But to start off simple, here's the simple framework for a hook how to get blank without blank. So you can use these for headlines on your websites. You can use them for the titles to a webinar. It's how to get blank without blank. What, the way you use it is how do you get insert thing the person wants without insert thing person doesn't want. <laughs> so an off the head, uh, off the top of my head example would be how to get six pack abs without changing your diet. I want that. That's pretty good, right? How to double your business revenue for less than $1,000 even if you have no experience, right? Or how to how to get a beautiful woman to marry you even if you're short, fat, ugly, and dumb. <laughs> That's, hey, now I'm not saying they believe me. They don't need to, right? Because a good hook elicits curiosity and it's like bothers them that they don't know what it is that you're about to say next, right? Here's some other examples of hooks. You can, you can use a counterintuitive statement or question, right? Uh, a friend of mine, Josh Fierstein, he's my business partner in some of my companies. He's had over 4 billion views of his own organic viral videos. He's a viral video expert. He's really, really good at doing this counterintuitive 
statement. So he might start a video out and he'll say something like, you know, hey everybody, Josh Fierstein here. I want to ask you a question. Is God dead? Then he'll wait a second and he'll say, I'm going to say the answer is yes. Okay. Let me unpack that for you for a second. First of all, he's asking a question, is God dead? Which is automatically like, a, oh, okay, I'll stop watching cat videos and just kind of see where this guy's is going. Then when he says, yes, God is dead, they're like, whoa, right? But then what he does is he, the rest of the video is counterintuitive. He says, he says, is God dead? Yes. And he says, I would argue that he's dead in our schools. He's dead in the churches. He's dead in the public square. And he would say these things, right? He made a lot of political content. But you can use this with a small business, right? You can, you can use the infestation line that I used in my other example, right? It's like, uh, you know, hey, hey, Josh here, I just got a quick question. Is your house infested? Well, the sad answer is that 93% of the time, if you live in the Frisco, Texas area, the answer is 100% absolutely unequivocally yes, and there's nothing you can do about it unless you follow the next three things that are going to come out of my mouth, right? Any homeowner that sees that is going to be hooked. That's a hook, right? That's the example of that. Another one would be just to ask a question. Uh, you can ask a simple question, right? Are you a blank who's struggling with blank? If so, listen up, right? Are you a homeowner who's overworked and has no time on the weekends? If so, listen up. We're offering a service package of blah, 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 blah. And as long as your question has the, are you a blank, insert avatar, who's struggling with insert pain that that avatar struggles with, that will hook them long enough to hear your Steve Irwin, Gordon Ramsay enthusiasm. <laughs> and if you're really crazy, your liver king wildness to just suck them in and get them to pay attention to you. Another thing you can do is open a loop. Open a loop is one of the things I like to do the most. In fact, before I even get into this, should I tell them how I, I was this close to winning a half a million dollars yesterday? Or should I do that after? Mm. I'll do it after. I'll do it. Anyway, so when you open a loop, what happens is, is you're basically starting to tell something and then not doing it. So even even in the example I just gave where I said, should I tell them about the half a million dollars I won yesterday? Uh, that's an example of opening a loop. And when you hear people not put the conclusion of the matter on a story, it bothers us. It bothers humans really, really bad. M movies do this. Movies have a story arc and they open and close loops as they go. And as they close a thing, a new loop opens. What's going to happen? Oh my gosh. And and you can or, or if you're a nosy wife, you if some your husband opens a loop, you have to know all the details. <laughs> all the details, yes. You you are a detail oriented person in that way. You're you're detail oriented about my details, but mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. okay. So opening a loop for a service business, small business, you don't have to do really complex things. You just might say something like, um, you know, I want to tell you a story about when I was six years old, uh, a Tuesday afternoon, something happened that fundamentally and permanently changed my life for the rest of my life. Uh, before I do that though, you know, just real quick, um, my name is Josh Latimer. I own ABC service company and blah, 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 blah. And you, then you can teach content, right? And then you come back and close the loop at the end. The purpose of opening a loop is it pulls people through your whole video, right? Pulls people through the whole video. Is that, is that clear? I want to make That's, sure. How am I doing? It's clear to me, but I also know hooks a lot. I've studied hooks. So a hook to the end. A hook to the end. An example of that would be, you know, hey, my name is Josh. And at the end of this video, I'm going to give you a 36 page PDF that has every single business system you need and the order in which you need it. Uh, it's literally a resource mm -hmm. worth tens of thousands of dollars. You can have it for free. I'll show you how you can get it in just a second. Anyway, here's a question I have for you. I hooked you to the end, right? So I said, you get a thing you really want. You get it in a minute. You got to listen to me first, right? That's another example of a hook. 
another hook is a pattern interrupt. These ones are my favorite, actually. I, as I, as a consumer, these ones are my favorite. I want to give people homework on this one. If you go to Ashley's Facebook profile, her personal one, Ashley Latimer, and oh. scroll down, when when did you do the butt hurt button video? Was that a year Ooh, ago or no, so? I think it was two years ago. So it was a while back, but it was so funny because she just did this video randomly, being quirky and silly, and it got like 15,000 views or something. Um, you know, she doesn't have a big social media following, right? It's not like what she does, but she, she made this video with a coffee pot with a giant straw in it in this hand and a whole tube of cookie dough in this hand. And she's biting on the cookie dough, sitting on top of the counter, drinking coffee out of this giant straw from the whole pot, talking about this funny stuff. That's an example of a pattern interrupt video. There's tons of examples of this. It can be anything. Even something as small as tilting the way you hold your camera can be enough to hook people. In fact, in, in my partner, Josh Fierstein's course, viral, the viral cookbook, that's one of the things he says, you know, so most social media is made out of grids and squares and everything is symmetrical. And so even recording your video with a slight angle. The other thing is that Facebook has a lot of color blue in it, right? So if you wear like a color red, you'll stand out more. That These are simple examples of pattern interrupts. And if you want people to pay attention to you, you do these slight nuanced things different. When you start stacking them on top of each other, it adds up to these huge differences in your business. And be, love, can I level with you? Let me ask you a question. Is it true that people that make tons of money have a weird magnetic charisma about them mm-hmm. that other people don't? Not Maybe not every single time, but it's a trend. It's a pattern. You can see it. It's like observable. Yeah. And these people don't all have the same personality. Some yeah. people are family people. Some are wild party people. You have your Grant Cardone's, but then you also have like your warm, fuzzy, gooey people. Everybody's different, but there's something about the way they show up online that's magnetic. What I'm here to tell you is it doesn't matter if you're an introvert. It doesn't matter if you're broke. It doesn't matter if you've done this before. It doesn't matter anything. It doesn't matter what your high school guidance counselor told you. You can practice with these things and have fun and change your life for the rest of your life. These are superpowers. Almost no one can do the stuff. Imagine what it's going to feel like when the day comes, when everything I'm on here, you know exactly what it is, how to do it on the fly. It's installed in your brain permanently. How valuable of an asset is that going to be? Not just to your bank account, although that will be big, but to your business, to your relationships, to be able to be a person showing up like that. Am I crazy? Don't answer that because the answer is yes. I think it's amazing. Here, let me pull this back up and we'll land the plane on this video. Then we have novelty. So, uh, the human brain is hardwired to recognize and notice novel ideas, right? So I don't know the best way to explain it would be, you know, if we see something new, uh, our subconscious activates our conscious and we're like new thing, new thing, new thing, because maybe there's danger. Maybe there's something bad that could happen, right? You know, most car accidents happen within a few miles of your home because when you're driving your car, your brain shuts off because you've done it 7,000 times and you do things with subconscious competency and you're doing it without even thinking, right? And the only way you snap out of that is if there's some sort of novel event or object or thing that happens, right? If your car makes a weird noise you've never heard before, you snap out of it. If you see a weird colored car you've never seen before, you snap out of it, right? That's how social media works too. How can you create novelty? And Ashley's butthurt video, which you should totally go watch because it's hilarious, it's called the butthurt button. A couple years old, you have to really scroll. Uh, the novelty was the cookie dough at the coffee pot and she had weird, I think you had weird glasses on too. It was just weird, right? It was weird and then the content was good and so it worked, right? And she had like a mini viral video. Uh, another example of a hook is to write a bullet. I actually want to read some examples. Let me pull those up real quick. 
of bullets that I wrote to get you here in this training. And you don't know what a bullet is. You're about to learn, right? So a bullet <laughs> is when you take something that might seem obvious and you rewrite it or you re-say it in a way that makes it unbelievable, right? Super curiosity-based. It makes people want it. How do you create desire for your services just by using your language differently? I'll give you an example. So when I made my original Facebook post saying I was going to do the free training recession marketing, here's a couple of the things I put. Uh, inside this training, I'm going to teach you how to reposition luxury services to feel like economized essentials so sales don't slow down. And then in parentheses, it says, it's simpler than you think and it doesn't affect your profit margin. That's a bullet, okay? So there's a piece of content that I'll be teaching. That bullet is my description of the content. So instead of saying, we're gonna rename your packages of your service packages so that they feel emotionally different and psychologically different, instead of saying that, which doesn't create curiosity, I say, I'm gonna show you how to reposition luxury services to feel like economized essentials so sales don't slow down. It's simpler than you think and doesn't affect your profit margin, right? It creates curiosity. How to use productive paranoia to buy discounted assets and make long-term partnerships that could make you a fortune over the next few years. Uh, and, and some extra homework for you, I have a whole list of these bullets, but go to kidwarplan.com which is the journal for kids that we made. I want you to scroll down. I want you to start looking at this website through the lens of a marketer because there, there's th every single word in that page is strategic. There's lots of hooks. There's open loops. There's all kinds of psychology. There's throwing rocks. I'm going to teach you what throwing rocks at your enemies is and all kinds of other stuff. But there's a big list of, of bullets and it says, it's under the section that says what you get or things you'll get, something like that. And it'll be like bullet pointed sentences saying, all the benefits of what your kid will be like after they get the kid war plan. And then I want you to think about your business and if you do house washing or, or gutter cleaning or whatever, how do we bulletize it? How do we make it sound amazing? I'm gonna get into that when we get into the copywriting section and give you more specifics, but you can start thinking now even how that would be possible. And then the last item on my list is B of B, which is benefit of the benefit. Let me turn this off and tell you a story. So imagine there's a bald guy He's only 31 and he's struggling with male pattern baldness and he doesn't like that. So I guess society has decided that that's bad. I don't think it's bad. I think you look like a Viking and more power to you. It's awesome. But it is a big thing, right? And a lot of young men, maybe they're in their 20s, they start losing their hair. Well, let's say that you have a company that's selling uh, some gel that you rub on your scalp and it grows hair, right? If you're the marketer, if you're smart, you gotta understand that what you're selling is not hair. You're, you're not even selling gel, you're not even selling hair, you're selling something else. And that's what benefit of the benefit means. Mm -hmm. Company A would run a commercial and say, the, the grade A pharmaceutical grade botanicals and the vitamin C works in a proprietary blend to rapidly increase by 213% the hair follicle growth. That's company A. That's called jargon and techno babble. Company B has a commercial of a guy sitting at a bar by himself Everyone is, of course, ridiculously stunning, except for him. And he's freaked out. And this pretty girl looks him in the eye. But he, oh, he's mortified. He's like, oh, God, I just want to die, right? And then it flashes to a scene of him rubbing the gel on his head, right? Furiously, just going to get in there. And then, boom, he's got hair. He's back at the bar. And he walks over to the woman. 
Because what a smart marketer understands is that people are not buying hair. They're buying the sex appeal when it comes to the hair, right? So what is the benefit of the benefit for your service? Mm -hmm. What is it? Write it out. It's not what you think. Even if you wash siding for someone, which seems very transactional and simple, there's so many other things you might not think about. You know, the clean, people want clean siding. So that what? So that what? That's how you figure this out. Use a so that bridge. People want clean siding so that their neighbors are jealous. Mm -hmm. They want clean siding so that they can have their weekend back. They want clean siding so that they can protect their most valuable asset or feel good about themselves for being a responsible adult. Uh, they want clean siding so that they'll create envy among their neighbors. There's like, there's things, right? And when you're creating your messaging on social, whether you're being Liver King or Gordon Ramsay, you start talking in these different language yeah. patterns and you become in an entirely different league of your own compared to all of your competitors. Listen, for a lot of you that are in home services, trust me, nobody thinks like this, nobody's doing this, but this is the stuff I use every day to build big software businesses and coaching businesses and now e-com businesses and everything else. Mm -hmm. It's this level of nuance. I hope it's not overwhelming to you. If you feel overwhelmed, it's okay. It's okay, it's just evidence that we need to draw a line in the sand make time to actually install this stuff yeah. so you get it forever right because you learn it once you use it for decades it's going to be amazing so before you go we'll go to the next video don't forget to go to watchjoshpitch.com where i'll be presenting you with the single greatest offer i've ever made in my life plus you'll be entered to win ten thousand dollars in free video production from warplan studios our new studio in dallas i'll see you in the next video bye bye <laughs>